1: Love,
0: talk, radio. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today is Monday, December 8th, and of course, every Monday, uh, our segment, that's the movie with Robert Alfonso Hidalgo, my dear brother, where he speaks about um, behind the scenes Hollywood and pretty much what's hot and what's not and what's going on, what movies and what stuff, what is Marvel up to next and all that sort of stuff. So, um... What's up, bro? How you doing?
1: What's up? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm good, thank you. So, uh, what's going on? I kind of was missing out last week, so I know there's some things I have to catch up on. So, what are you have for today? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, this past week was actually pretty big. A lot of uh, casting news and director-type stuff. So, I guess starting off with the first bit is um, there's this book called Player, uh, Ready Player One, and essentially, what this book is about it was written. it came out back in two thousand ten. It was um about a kid who 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 hated you know his life wasn't really the best life he had, and it takes place in the year twenty forty four and there's this virtual reality game in which he just like um he he goes and plays the virtual world to you know to to get to get away from uh from 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 his real life and the The whole game, what it is is like a virtual world where they have puzzles that are based on pop culture of like you know of decades ago, and you know whoever unlocks them will accumulate great wealth and fortune, and that's if they aren't killed while playing the game, so you can die in the virtual world and die in the real world. So this movie, um, it sounds like a really cool idea, and it definitely has to do a lot with uh, the type of games that people are playing now, and there, this could be seen in the future. There could be games like this in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, the directors for these movies have been uh, announced. Like these are the ones that they, they they're short list of the directors they want, uh, starting with Christopher Nolan, uh, Peter Jackson, Wright—I mean Edgar Wright, uh, Matthew Vaughn, and apparently uh Warner Brothers is the studio behind us. their dream pick is Robert Zemeckis um from Back to the Future mm-hmm. and that's they're aiming pretty high here with these directors because you know you have Peter Jackson, Edgar Wright and Matthew Vaughn, Christopher Nolan like these are all A-list directors Matthew Vaughn is one of those directors that really know how to adapt uh anything he's a guy who did Kick-Ass and um Kingsman the Secret Service and X-Men the First Class he's so far I've barely seen a movie from him that's terrible so my pick would be him, but I think Robert Zemeckis is also a great idea too. And
0: yeah. this is for what for what movie?
1: Uh it's a book uh called Ready Player One. So it's like a sci fi that's oh, okay. what I explained earlier. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so um
1: It's like a dystopian future type thing, you know? Yeah. You know,
0: not everybody I guess that like you said, it has to be someone that's like really known for like adapting um and you know, and I mean I like I like
1: the idea of like, of you know, shit. Christopher I like the idea of like Christopher Nolan, but I feel like he's too serious for what this book is. I mean yeah. I haven't yet read the book but I, I I've I know what it's about and uh I've read a bit of on it and it's definitely not a serious um you know, a really too a book that takes itself too seriously. So it's this wouldn't need to be this doesn't need to be a movie like, you know, Inception or or Interstellar, you know? It can't be a mm-hmm. sci-fi movie like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, now, uh, some really hilarious news. Uh, apparently, uh, wh- wh- who is it? I think it's... Who owns Transformers? Oh, Paramount. Okay. So, Paramount Pictures, apparently, um, they submitted <laughs> Transformers Age of Extinction for um for for all categories in the and Oscar, the Oscars. That mean, that includes best picture, best director, best adapted screenplay, best visual spe- uh, um, effects, and so on. Mm, that um That's that's, that's I think that hilarious to me. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's, it's funny, happens. I don't know I don't know why they're doing that. I, I mean it's not are, it's not
0: the title this this movie was the worst. The, the worst one
1: out of all of them. It was so bad. I mean, Gee, I there, like a million sweet. ways to die in the West. They like a million ways to die in the West. They they also submitted themselves, but they only did for best original score and best original song, which makes sense because that was like the best thing of that movie.
0: And but the, yeah,
1: Transformers mm-hmm. really, and like every category. Ugh. Yeah,
0: I think somebody like submitted the title and kind of like it got it got like like lost in, in the envelopes and stuff and all that and uh, yeah,
1: I think they're aiming too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a um, lot, a lot of mean, other
0: movies are worth that than. Mm,
1: yeah, I, I mean, they're it's not it's not like saying that summer blockbusters aren't going to make it, but it's like you know, it's like Planet of the Apes and X Men: Days of Future Past also. Um, you know, we're, put, we're sending their, their, you know, for, for consideration. But the thing is, those two movies are actually really good and were well-received by critics. And yeah. I don't expect them to win, you know, like Best Picture, but I expect them to win something along the lines of Best Special Effects. Definitely Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is going to take it this year. That or, or Godzilla. Maybe even Interstellar. I haven't oh seen
0: my it, god, Godzilla was, excuse my language, was epic. Um,
1: yeah, it was. Godzilla, I mean but Donna Planet of the Apes ape by by far acting, it tasted though. But,
0: yeah, the no, but, the, was but that it's
1: great. insane. Like I've never felt you never feel I felt more for the apes that barely even spoke complete sentences than I did for the humans in that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't
0: know I'm
1: I haven't saying.
0: seen the, the the Planet of the Apes one yet, so I don't I don't know. I, remember yeah, this, I saw a that really I one good with, movie. with with Franco and and, and Tom whatever his uh, the Harry well, Potter kid. Felton, and um, it was all right, you know? It was a a good movie. Yeah,
1: it was better than everyone expected, but then the sequel was even better than that movie.
0: Okay, so I guess I have to see the sequel. But I think, like you said, that X-Men Days of Future Past stands a better chance that a freaking Transformers they extended. Oh, yeah, even definitely. Even with, with, with the, I, with the I, I special effects, like, it used, there was a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on in this. Last yeah, there, was, there, was, there was, was some pretty cool awesome. special
1: effects, but I'm saying it, it was kind of generic. It's like what you usually expect from superhero movies. It's not like yeah, when you look true. at Godzilla or or again, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, or even just looking at the trailer from Interstellar, you know that the special effects in that movie are insane. I, I
0: can't wait to see Interstellar. I've, I've I wanted to a see seven, you an yeah, opening. Yeah, you it, yeah. yeah, I really need to see it. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That that kind of just, I, I feel, that even sounds like a joke. You were saying it to me, and I was like, what? Like, who would do that? Anyways. Um, yeah. I mean, but to each filmmaker, so their luck, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, uh, moving on to more blockbuster movies, Star Trek III. Uh Roberto Orsi, who was originally, you know, um, going to direct a movie and write it, has now dropped out. Um, from the role, you know, of directing. He will no longer be directing this movie. And uh, apparently one person being considered in the short list of actors, I mean, of directors, is Edgar Wright. Uh, <laughs> talk about Edgar mm-hmm. Wright again. He, ever since Ant-Man, everybody wants him now.
0: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: and there is a possible reason, it's sort of like a rumor, but it was reported from this uh, this website. Um, oh God, what is it? I think... Okay, uh, Badass Digest. And... Apparently, uh, let me quote. He says, "My sources tell me that the script Orsi was working on saw the Enterprise, the Vulcans, and a new alien race competing to get a time travel device. The Vulcans want to go back and stop the destruction of their planet, and the time travel shtick is what would allow Chris Prine and William Shatner to share the screen. So, what I guess what they had in mind was a sort of like, you know, mix of uh, of of the original Star Trek movie." and what we have now with this new crew and these new actors so they wanted to get William Shatner back playing Kirk again I guess an older version of Kirk or something and it's like this mm-hmm. whole thing going on so the yeah and apparently Paramount uh, shut down the production of that you know last month so they're not doing any of that
0: Very, yeah. so
1: I'm assuming that's why he left because that's just, that's just the rumor right now from from at least from these guys their sources their sources saying this which is crazy, if that's true. But it's not too crazy, because that happened, what, earlier this year with uh, with Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright's like, well, they don't want to do the movie I want to do, so too bad, bye.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, there we got that. Anyways, um, now moving on to horror movies. Um, so, in case you didn't know, Stephen King's It is being uh, remade again. Well not again, mm-hmm. but being remade into uh into another movie. And it's gonna apparently begin filming twenty fifteen, uh, in the summer. And you know what it's about, Sasha, you know, this terrifying clown murdering child thingy that murders children.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have a good experience with those <laughs>
1: kind of. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> yeah, the their director they have attached is huh. um Kerry Fukanaga. I think he's uh, Japanese, but he directed yeah. True. De- he, he directed the first season of True Detective, Carrie which is an amazing. What?
0: His name is Carrie.
1: No, no, the guy's name is Carrie Fukunaga. Yeah, I'm no, saying, I'm saying,
0: that's saying that's Carrie. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, he's he's directing he's directing a movie. At least they're apparently doing two parts, but he's directing the first part. And uh, he's the guy who directed the first season of True Detective, which was a fantastic show. So, yeah, and it had some really creepy elements in that show, and it can, you could definitely do it, pull it off in this movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. I, I guess I'll check it out. I really don't like horror, but I did see the original. I guess I'll see this one, too.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: not very yeah. hyped at all, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, next one is about uh, Chris Pratt is, being looked at to be in this uh, Magnific- Magnificent Seven remake along with Denzel Washington. Uh, Magnificent Seven is um, a-, a Western from the 1960s. And that'd be pretty awesome. And it was a reimagining of a um, Japanese movie called Seven Samurais, or Seven Samurai. That came out um, like six years before, in 1954. So now we're getting a remake. For the American version of a remake of a of a Japanese movie, okay. and Chris Pratt is being looked at, and of course, I'd be down for that anytime Chris Pratt is a part of any movie at least nowadays is that's that's gonna be awesome just immediately and I'm kinda happy that this guy's being you know noticed by um by more studios, and more people want him. I guess he really needed that guardian's role to just get him out there.
0: Yeah, sometimes you you yeah obviously we know this. Um, sometimes you just need something that's really good, gets people's yeah, attention. Yeah, I mean, but he's like he's like one of those that, really,
1: he's a really good actor to me. I don't yeah, know, I, I really I'm like saying,
0: him. Like like let's say this happens to me like with a lot of like Hollywood actors that I, I see a very good movie from them. And then, all of a sudden, I start seeing, for some reason, somehow, I see these older movies. And they happen to just be there. They start popping out. Like, it makes more sense to you, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's just, I guess, it's bound to happen. So, that's good for him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, now moving on to the big news of the past week. There was, like, a bunch of casting news just being made. Um, So, the next James Bond movie, they they had this whole, like, uh, stream this live stream going on. Uh I think it was a Thursday to like at three in the morning because it was gonna be it it, it took they did the stream from England and it was in um it was in the, the the Pine Studios I think it is. Like it's it's the studios that everyone shoots at when they're over there in England or at least in London. And they announced everything. They announced uh uh the name the title of the movie which is called Spectre and okay. the, the official cast and a post and a poster for it, and a hypnosis revealed. So they have there hasn't been really anything confirmed, you know, like Christoph Waltz and Batista. But apparently, this is the whole cast, you know, uh, you know by but just everyone's names. Okay, so Naomi Harris, who was in Skyfall, and Ray Fiennes or Fiennes, the guy who was also in um, uh, Skyfall, he's playing M. Ben Winshaw and Rory Kinnear, and as well as you know uh, Daniel Craig. Those are all back. In the movie, and the new additions for this movie is da- uh, David Batista, you know, from Guardians oh, yeah. of, the, of the Galaxy. Um, he's playing the henchman. Like we said, his name is Mister Hinks, and Leigh Sadou, who's who's um uh, who's this French actress who's fantastic, and she she was in Blue is the Warmest Color, and she's in this movie as well. Uh, Madeline Madeline Swan, uh, also a very talented actress too, but I forget what she was even at. Oh wait, no, 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 my, uh, I screwed up. Anyways, Monica Bellucci, <laughs> Monica Bellucci is is one, is one the Bond girl in this movie. And Sasha, do you know who Monica Bellucci is?
0: I don't know. She's like the name. ideal
1: Bond girl. She's like 50 right now, but she, oh, she yeah? still looks good. She still looks good. But she's been the Bond girl that literally is a Bond girl when you look at her. It's like when you look at Christoph Waltz and he's playing a bad guy in the movie, you're like, oh, that's obvious. Monica Bellucci is one of those actresses. You're like, oh, she should have been in this movie like years ago. It was that yeah. I'm surprised that now we're finally seeing her. And then one of my favorites is Andrew Scott, who's going to be in this movie, um, I'm assuming, playing some sort of villain of some kind. And um, uh, Andrew Scott was the guy who played Moriarty in Sherlock. Okay. So yeah, that's that's everyone. We have Lace Du, uh, Christoph Waltz as well. Obviously, he's playing um, a guy called Oberheim or something like that. But uh, I guess I should explain more what Spectre is. Spectre is was is a call out to an to the old Bond movies. Um and they had they had who was this who's this guy? Uh Blow, Blowfield. He was the one guy that um Doctor Evil is based on. He was the Bond villain that Doctor Evil is based on, you know, with the scar and the bald and the ca- the bald head and the cat and everything. Yeah, Blowfield is that type of is that type is that bad guy. So apparently, you know, Spectre is here. And Christoph is Christoph Waltz is being the number one bad guy, but he's saying everyone's saying because that's not the actual character's name. It, apparently, that's not going to be true. But a lot of people are saying that it might be like you know um, how how Star Trek Into Darkness J J Abrams uh, gave Benedict Cumberbatch a different character name, but in the end he wound up playing Khan like everyone knew he would, but for some reason wanted to keep it a secret because that's I don't know a big deal. But yeah, that's it. So. That's uh, that's the cast, and they have a poster and everything. It's all pretty cool. Oh, and they also <laughs> revealed their uh, the, the car, the Aston Martin they made specifically for this movie, which looks you really
0: know, nice. Um, I know you kind of mentioned like Sherlock just to like um, remind me of the you know actor or whatever, but. Um, I actually, you know, finally started watching the, the BBC uh, Sherlock on Netflix, the one with um, Benedict Cumberbatch he love so much. And um, he's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I actually think oh, yeah. that he's, like, the adaption that he's done of Sherlock um, for the series, uh, it's, like, it's so much more... I love it, honestly, more than the Robert Downey Jr., like, on movies, you know than that it's it, it he brings something different to the to to like the character of Sherlock um and i'm not really familiar with that I, and i didn't really watch Sherlock or anything like that any previous movies or shows or anything like that from like the 70s or whatever how old they are I have, i'm not very familiar with that but um i'm trying you know the modern sherlock if i were to pick i'd stick with him over Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. does a great job in the movies, whatever. But I think that this guy, he really brings out that really wise, incredible kind of mind that Sherlock is is about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I, I think it's really good. And for those that haven't seen it on you know from BBC, if you have Netflix, um, they're all there. I think there's three seasons, but like you told me, and um, it's it's really good. Really good. Anyhow. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh... <laughs>
1: so now uh more uh big news is about uh, suicide squad suicide squad oh, that, was a, was yeah. this, this movie has been you know rumored uh, i mean the the cast has been like in the news for a while, like who's gonna play who's gonna play, and now we have the official cast official cast for everyone, so of course, Jared Leto is playing the Joker, like everyone knew, and mm-hmm. Margot Robbie is playing Harley Quinn. And Will Smith is in this movie as well, playing um the Assassin Deadshot, which is a really badass uh you know, character. And uh next we have Jai Courtney playing Captain Boomerang, which kinda is sucks. Jai Courtney is a terrible, terrible no offense to him, but he's just been in very terrible things and nobody really likes him. And then we have uh Kara Delavine, who's a um who's an who's an a model, who's playing Enchantress, and Tom Hardy, okay. who's the leader of the squad, uh playing Rick Flag. Okay. So we have. This is probably one of the best cast in like history. Like it's it's up there with like the Avengers right now. The amount of like these actors are all amazing except Jai Courtney and I <laughs> and well the newcomer you know Cara Delevingne the one we don't even know about we don't nobody knows anything but we have Jared Leto Harley I mean mm-hmm. Margot Robbie Will Smith and Tom Hardy they're all in a movie together that's insane to me that's that, yeah. that's that just that that makes me sold on a movie I, I had. I had doubts before because I don't really like David A or too much because of Fury, but I think this is this is something really to look forward now, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of excited about that, you know. Um, but one 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 sort of thing I've been hearing, you know, Will Smith playing Deadshot, that it would have been better if it would have been Tom Hardy playing Deadshot, and I have to I tend to agree. But I guess the problem with that is that he's going to play Rick Flagg, who's usually the leader of the Suicide Squad and most likely will be in this movie as well. It completely makes sense to have Tom Hardy as a leader. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Tom Hardy uh, is brilliant. So, whatever,
1: anything that guy does, I'm up for it. I'm up to watch it. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I really didn't care about this movie now, but after finding out about this and who's the cast gets gets me excited gets me excited Um can't wait to uh, to see you know what's what's everything going on oh and uh the funniest thing here uh Amanda Waller who's a character in who who's pretty much in control of the suicide squad um she's kind of like the villain because what the suicide squad con- suicide squad consists of is that all these guys are actually villains everyone the joker all these people obviously they're all villains but mm-hmm. they they the government um planted an explosive in their in the back of their head. So, they have to follow the command of whatever of whatever person is telling them to do certain missions and usually the missions are like they're like suicide missions. They're they're no the only people who can do it are the suicide squad. So, yeah, and okay. she and apparently, you know, the person being looked at for Amanda Waller and I'm not kidding here is Oprah Winfrey. No, yeah which is not, not bad, actually, not a bad thing, because Oprah Winfrey is not a terrible actress, but mm-hmm. I just never expected her to be in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, at all. Not one bit. <laughs> I don't kind of my expect mind.
0: Oprah to, like, pop in in any movies. Like, if I ever see her on screen, I'll be like, oh, my
1: God, <laughs> Yeah, these, mean, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, like, what
0: are you What are you doing here? Well, of course, you're to yeah. do it, so whatever. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I mean, that'd be interesting. Um, I know that's, what was it, like a year ago? I think we've seen it um, when we were, we, when we remember we were uh, volunteering at the LA Film Fest. There was, like, a poster of a movie coming soon or it had already came out, an Oprah movie or something like that.
1: Oh, um, I think you are talking about The with Butler? Forest
0: with Taker and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it was you know The about? Butler. She was yeah, in that, movie.
0: that that movie. I want to see that movie. I I was very the fact that she was in it and stuff and other people. Forest Whitaker is all, is also very very good. Um, yeah. So I have yet to see that movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it either, but apparently she was decent in the movie, pretty good, and should have had an mm-hmm. Oscar nomination for for best supporting actress at least. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this movie, and I don't have a problem with Oprah Oprah Winfrey uh, playing. The, the villain, I mean, I think she could do a great job. She she has that look where she could play a good villain. One of those villains that don't have to be active, that just can stare you down, and you'll, you'll yeah. like give up. <laughs> so, uh, just yeah, like so now moving on to, uh, mm-hmm. to superhero news. Um, so Ant-Man has just finished production. Uh, like, officially it's been wrapped, so we're probably going to be getting a trailer either soon, like in, like, a month or two or they might wait which is kind of stupid if they do up until Age of Ultron I'm assuming what they'll do is when Age of Ultron comes out they'll have a second trailer that they're going to play before Age of Ultron but yeah uh and what I want to talk about today is uh Ev- Evangeline Lilly who's playing um Hope Van Dyne in the movie she's a, she, she's playing Wasp she um she she had an interview and she talked about you know she had an interview with Buzzfeed and she talked about uh how Edgar Wright left And she was talking about how Edgar Wright has a certain type of movie, a certain type of feeling to his movies. And they're really good. And she said that he had a really great vision for this movie. And it would have been a classic, you know, comic book movie. But the problem with the movie is that it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't fit into the Marvel Universe. And now that makes perfect sense why they, uh, they, they, um, they, that Marvel, like, they said, oh, okay, no, uh, bye, Edgar, we're not going to do this movie it makes it makes sense because no matter how good i'm sure the I'm sure the idea he had for it was great. But the problem is that it wouldn't really i guess fit you know with the whole Marvel universe, and that makes perfect sense to me that makes perfect sense why they didn't um you know have him in this movie okay and she said that she almost left afterwards she almost left and after he left the movie, but apparently what the director and the new writer has you know with the movie is good. So yeah, um, I guess that sort of brings you know a bit more because um, this movie is already people are a little a little struggling whether or not this movie is actually going to be good. So yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty cool,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's and it's kind of happy things are finally explained. So yeah, uh, now I'm um, moving on to casting news. That's just Obvious that we already knew this. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Doctor Strange. Has officially been revealed by Marvel, and we're like, yeah, sure, we know that. Everyone knows that. So uh, there's nothing really, uh, nothing else to talk about there. We have him looking. We're looking forward to, to him, and you know, more, uh, and more, and uh, more, uh, you know, movies, and especially a Marvel movie, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so, and then the next bit of news is also very obvious things that everyone knew was already, was already going to happen is Ryan Reynolds is playing Deadpool. We all know this. We knew this. Yes. Like Fox says it. Like it. I guess you just need to really do it official. It needs to be official confirmation every single time. So, yeah. And now uh-huh. the final bit of news is about the Fantastic Four reboot. So uh, the the Sypnosis um, has officially been, you know, Revealed for the Fantastic Four. And mm-hmm. it follows, I'm quote, The Fantastic Four, a contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team. It centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe, which alters their physical form in shocking ways. Their lives are ir- ir- irrevocably <laughs> upended the team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend-turned-enemy. And um, this is exactly what the ultimate ultimate version of Fantastic Four, that's their, their origin story. That's exactly what happened. Um, uh, Victor Von Doom or, yeah, Victor Von Doom uh, teleported his friends uh, accidentally, you know, um, to the negative zone or the end zone. And um, there, it, that's where they got their powers. And then they came back, and then this whole, you know, and this whole thing, and they got, they came back mutated with superpowers and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And then they
1: wind up, you know, fight, fighting Dr. Doom. So that's, you know, that's pretty straightforward synopsis. We don't know, there's no, nothing else more specific about this. It's very vague, and everyone knows exactly what they're, <laughs> what it, what it's going to be about. So, yeah, there we go. It's, an, it's a normal, um, you know, uh, synopsis for this movie. Hopefully it's good. I mean, I never want any of these movies to be bad, even if it's a studio that I don't want, that I really don't want Fox owning this anymore, that I want it to go back to Marvel no matter that, no matter what. It doesn't matter to me, but I still want the movies to be good. And yeah, hopefully it'll be good. Even if they really changed the stupid, stupid look of uh, Victor Von Doom's gorgeous story. Oh my God, it's so dumb sounding. He's a He's a hacker now, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, that was that's about it. We're we're done here. Oh well, I guess uh, one more thing I want to talk about is probably get you excited, Sasha. Is mm-hmm. that um, J.K. Rowling is debuting twelve more Harry Potter stories um, for Christmas, and it's yes. going to be on that her Pottermore um, website thing.
0: I saw that on Facebook, but I didn't really read into it because I was just scrolling down. So what she's just releasing like short stories or what?
1: Uh yeah, just just I guess I'm assuming short stories but some short of stories. That's what it's going to be and it's going to, you know, be on there. So that's cool. <laughs> that's
0: exciting.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's going to be hard for her to ever like move move on from that.
1: Yeah, I guess so, but I mean, that's it's that's, that's what all authors want. They want to be known like hey we wrote I wrote this really awesome book, and everyone loved it, and I was really happy about this about this book I wrote, and also everyone else was, so that's cool that makes me feel good, so that's not you know it's not a bad thing for that it's just yeah. be happy that somebody you know cares so much about your books like the the amount of people that love these books are insane, like they love them they love the movies, they love everything, they buy things it's just People love it, and it's and that's like the best thing that anybody who creates anything can can achieve. You know, not winning a th- bunch of Oscars. It's just it's just having a humongous fan base, people who support you and love everything you do.
0: Yeah, I I mean I would never get over Harry Potter. I think it's totally brilliant. Um, I think her as an author. The only thing is like I'm I'm talking about like the um, like the actors like. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah, the actors
1: are screwed. Everyone remember like, that. <laughs>
0: yeah, they are forever in their life going to be known as that. Yeah, and they're I they're, some they, of them they, are probably tired dumb. of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know that some of them are like, probably like, oh, my God, I want to get out of this, like, image. But it's going to be impossible. Yeah, like, the like, only
1: one that I see who's actually doing something to try and step away from Harry Potter, and not because he doesn't like it, but because he just enjoys, you know, acting and wants uh-huh. to, do you it. Know, better go out there is Daniel Radcliffe. You know, he's coming out with yeah. he came out, he's been coming out with movies left and right and they're not half yeah. bad movies. They're pretty good movies. I think his latest yeah. movie was Horns and that was actually a really good movie.
0: I I, I want to see that. I want to uh, you know and Rupert Grint kind of I I saw like a, a movie with of him or with him um couple years back but it wasn't it wasn't all that and i haven't really seen him really trying to break into the american cinema one one person that yeah. did try was like uh tom felton like you said uh he was he was doing all right for a minute i thought that i was going to see him more and then uh, emma Watson. No, he he's you know, a, i think you know,
1: everyone is pretty much not doing anything like emma watson is an, uh, but uh, the thing about emma watson is that nobody thinks about Hermione Granger. Everyone thinks about Emma Watson. They they remember her name, Emma Watson.
0: Yeah, you People do don't remember, remember the
1: name Daniel Radcliffe. They remember Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, is that Harry Potter kid. That's the difference. Everyone's like, oh, Emma Watson. Yeah, let's get Emma Watson in our movie. Emma Watson, Emma Watson. Like, they remember that name. They don't remember Hermione Granger. That's the difference between yeah. them. Like, if she wanted to, she could easily be starring in... Twenty movies a year if she wanted that's excessive, but you get the picture she can be starring in like three movies a year, and if she wanted to it feels like at this point she's just focusing on other stuff because they're they have enough money for the rest of her life and if she I spoke know, at the uh, u, at the u n meeting I think over there in new York like the the whole speech she gave, so you know it looks like she's yeah. like she's doing more than just wanting to be an actress. You know, oh yeah, so, of course. Yeah. I
0: think she's using her influence and, and stuff like that, and other ways exactly and, um, to
1: do some good. It, and I think it kind of she's the, a smart the, girl. The, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. The, I was just gonna say that, like the kind of role and spirit that she gave into her character. I think it was a part of it was a lot like her, and that's why she was so well in it. Um, and it, sometimes yeah. when I when I saw her giving that speech, I was like. There's there's a little bit of Hermione in there, like it's you know. Um,
1: yeah, she she always that, said she would always say it in her interviews that that's that which what what Hermione would do is exactly how she was in school.
0: Yeah. So um, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. So um, right, I look so forward uh, to hearing more of J.K. Rowling and all that stuff. And anyways, I don't yeah. have to go. So um, uh, yeah, tell people where to find you and things like that. And what do what do you, yeah, what uh, you Twitter, have
1: coming up? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook at um you know at the real Robert H and on uh Instagram, Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. And yeah, um I have some reviews I think I should be coming up, uh some movies I think I'm gonna be seeing this week. I'm not too sure yet, but yeah we'll be having some reviews coming up and do we have do we have another review that we I think we have everything up, right? Um,
0: do we? Horrible Bosses will be up today. horrible uh, that's bosses much too. The that's the one. one. Yeah that's, yeah, that's
1: my newest one. Yeah, and everything that's, else that's, is already up up, and then, Yeah, go on our Facebook pages, you know. That's a, that's a movie and the Sasha Marina show. Download our app at Google mm-hmm. Play and Blackberry World. Easy ways to stay up to date with our stuff and yeah.
0: Definitely. So, um and another another things, um I'm still giving away there's today's the last day for the for free tickets to enter our giveaway and our website uh, for Crypto Soleil Amaluna, which is premiering here in Miami, December 11th, this Thursday. The tickets are, obviously, for people in Miami, sorry, but um, or in South Florida. Uh, so if you've never attended a show and things like that, that that sort of show, which I have not which I'm totally excited to go see, I'm sorry, I give away it and tonight, and yeah, so... Um, If you want more info on that, like Robert said, you could always go to our Facebook page, the Sasha Marina Show, and give it a like. So thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Talk to you next week, and uh, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.